Hello, True Stories of Good People listeners. Your host, Kelsey Little here. Just a quick note before we dive into today's story. If you haven't had the chance yet, it would mean the world to us if you could go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave our show a rating and review. Five stars would be amazing. It just takes a few seconds and you have no idea how much this helps us out. We'd be so grateful. If there are any other podcasts you love, I guarantee you'll make their day too by doing the same thing. Thank you so much for being a listener and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of True Stories of Good People, a GoFundMe Heroes production. I am your host, Kelsey Little. In each episode of this podcast, we sit down with someone who's making a difference in other people's lives, or who's had their life changed by someone kind. What do you get when you introduce an Instagram legend from Sweden, an LA Basketball League founder from France, and a former college basketball star with a commercial driver's license? Answer, the hoop bus. Stick around for today's episode to find out exactly what a hoop bus is and how these three talented individuals, plus their dedicated team, are using it to inspire people around the country. Hello from Dubroom Studio, one of my personal favorite places to record in LA. I'm here today with two very special guests, Elliot Robinson and Brandon Reese. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having us, and thanks, and congratulations on your. Sev- is it a 70th podcast? I don't, I don't know when. This one will be in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. congratulations <laughs> to making it to the 70s of podcasting. Thank That's you. pretty huge. We are just talking about it. Yeah, massive to be here. Thanks for having us and uh, keep rolling into the future, man. Yeah. Podcasting's the way to go. So something I like to always ask my guests when I'm in L.A., are you both from here or are you L.A. transplants? And if you're not from here, where did you come here from? Uh, I'll start. Okay. I'm not from LA. I'm a transplant. Two weeks in. Are used, you really? Yeah, I used to what? travel here a lot, but then when we bought, we'll get into. But when we bought the bus, I kind of figured I had to move here. Yeah. But I'm originally from Sweden. Stockholm. You are. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you living there two weeks ago, or no? Okay. I I moved to New York in 2016. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and then from New York to LA two weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. I just visited Sweden for the first time in my life last summer. Beautiful, yeah, right? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Summertime is amazing there. It's amazing. Yeah. Stockholm, Stockholm's the what best. a place to be. Yeah. How about you, Brandon? Uh, another transplant. I'm officially one year in. Okay. Um, Congratulations. Thank that's you. The, that's the cutoff. You can stay now, right? Is it? If you yeah, make it. New York's 10, <laughs> and I think LA is just one. Nice. So. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even make it. <laughs> no. Yeah. New York, I was only six months in, but yeah. I came from New York last. I'm originally from okay. South Florida, and I've been bouncing around the world since... Uh, I finished college and I played basketball and got into content creation and uh, nice. drew me here. That's awesome. Yeah. And how do you two know each other then? Via Nick. Nick would have to be uh, the glue or the catalyst that uh, how I met you. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think it's like kind of that's kind of diving right into it. Yeah. Right? Well, so um, yeah, maybe. Nick, Nick will be like a mysterious person in the story, and I'll ask okay. you a question about okay. him in okay. a few minutes, okay. um, because I, I think we gotta put all this glue together first. So, <laughs> so, so we're here today to chat about this incredibly awesome initiative that you both are working on called the Hoop Bus. Yep. Um, Elliot, maybe do you want to take this? Like, what the heck is a Hoop Bus? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it rolls beautifully off the tongue, right? Yeah, Hoop Bus. Um, <laughs> essentially, it's a. It should be hoops bus because we have two hoops okay. on a bus, right? That's harder to say, uh, though. Yeah, hoop bus <laughs> sounds better. It's essentially a school bus with two basketball hoops on the back and the front, um, kind of representing um, the inner child of, of everyone and, and, and kind of basketball being a vehicle for everyone who's been involved in this project to to do the things that they've done. And the way we're representing that is through an actual physical vehicle, as wow. in the hoop bus, right? That's so awesome. it's kind of cliche and corny, but it's it's very true. and. Uh, the whole concept was this mysterious person who we haven't mentioned yet, Nick. Um, he kind of came up with this idea that he's been traveling the world um, over the past, I think, 10 years renovating basketball courts. And wow. and he was like, how can I do that in a more 
in a more organic way. Yeah. And he's like, let me do it through a vehicle. And then it was like, all right, let me do it through a school bus. And then ideas just started bouncing back and forth. And then all of a sudden it was like, all right, well, what if there's a basketball hoop on that bus? And it's kind of been an idea brewing for him and I think a dream for him for the past 10 years. But <clears throat> when he told me about it, uh, a couple of a couple of months ago, I was like, okay, and it's, it kind of planted a, a seed and a dream for myself, right? And uh, and it's just this well-oiled traveling basketball machine that we aim to take um, across the world. And uh, Brandon can speak about a little more of the content that we'll be doing. But it's just like, how do we really spread love through basketball? Yeah. That's that's the purpose of it. And we've done several successful tours in in LA, but. Yeah, Nick came up with it. He told me about it. I was like, we have to do this now. Yeah. <laughs> and added my own little little, little little, spins and elements to it. And we kind of both fed off of each other's energy. And it really like was just a magical couple of weeks. And then we're like, okay, well, we're going to buy a bus. Yeah. <laughs> we need somehow, we need to drive it. Who's going to drive it? And that's how... That's really how Brandon and I know each other because Nick was like, well, I know there's one cat. His name is Brandon. And, <laughs> and he called him. And I, I actually, Brandon, I don't think I've told you this. I have the video from us calling you for the first time. I'll show you on my phone. We need to see that. Yeah. And uh, he called Brandon at like 5 or 6 p.m. after like a bunch of magical days of us finding a bus on Craigslist yeah. and, and kind of really solidifying the concept. And um, we're like, Brandon, we're going to Palm Springs tomorrow at 5. 5 a.m. to mm -hmm. pick it up are you going to be available and I guess he can kind of take it from there but that really started the journey of, of the three musketeers I think I think four musketeers honestly also Jack who's been uh, I want to dive into as well has been he was the biggest donator on the GoFundMe mm -hmm. awesome. to that but yeah Brandon you can take it from there kind of what what your experience was kind of us calling you and just wanted to how, buy a bus I mean you've been traveling around the world in the bus before this so it's yeah. like you had the experience too and I think to properly uh, preface all this is like this is probably only the tenth or eleventh time too that we've like been in the same room, wow. like actually yeah. met. Yeah, nice. Because how everything happened with the phone call. Because I had met Nick, just went out there to the Venice Basketball League one day to buy pickup, and like typical, you know, a short white guy can't really get on the court. Finally <laughs> get on the court, like oh this guy can hoop, and he goes to my Instagram, you're a bus driver too. It's, it's all these uh, pictures driving through South America on a school bus, and then I got this phone call from them, and it's like okay. You know, I'm a guy, yes, man, I don't say no to a good adventure, <laughs> good time anywhere. And I'm like, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, pick me up at 5 a.m. I'll be up. Yeah. I'll be up anyway. <laughs> I get up and it's like, now it's six. And I'm like, are these guys coming? Are they pulling my chain? They pulled up and we went out there and next thing's the, we got the bus. And, wow. you know, my job can kind of end up being like, can you make sure this is all legal, taken care of? And yeah. I've had to do this in multiple countries and going around red tape uh, here and yeah. there, yeah. legal, not legal, yeah. getting things done by a certain date and time. So I'm the guy, uh, I, wa I, wanna, I do what you can't do. So let's make sure it can happen. And I can't escape the game of basketball, it seems like. Yeah. Um, jumping away from basketball, playing college professional and coaching around the world is like, okay, I'm going to do something different. Yeah. And all roads continually back here. And it really plays into the message of what this project is. You know, hoop anywhere mm -hmm. with anyone. Yeah. And what better way to do that than bringing this vehicle with the basketball hoops on it, with yeah. basketballs coming out of it to shoot, play. And, you know, it really is a way of tearing down walls yeah. to for people to connect. In just a very, like I said, childlike and, you know, base level. Yeah. Well, I really want to get into, like, the flow of how everything happened yeah, yeah, in order. Yeah. Um, but before we get into all the crazy logistics yeah, yeah. of how you create a hoop yeah, bus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to learn more about what basketball means to each of you. Okay. Um, so, Elliot, you first. Let's yeah. get your backstory a little bit. You're the creator of an Instagram account uh, at Dunk, yeah. which has over the last time I checked, 2.3 million followers. Yeah. Um, and when I was researching you, a bunch of articles from like the marketing world came up, yeah. like praising you as a social media whiz <laughs> because of this account. Yeah. I would love if you could give our listeners a little bit of background about that account and how the audience got so big and like what is it opened up doors for you? Yeah, I mean, I think what basketball means to me is is it was kind of like I said earlier in the show, is a vehicle always for me of like just like pour your heart out right I was always I was never the best player on the team I always just worked the hardest and it's like you always hear this in interviews but that was like my reality especially on defense so 
growing up in Sweden, basketball was bigger than people would think, wow. but it still wasn't as big as soccer or something like that. I played growing up. Um, my father's from Boston, so I had a little bit of, you know, the American blood in me yeah. that kind of, like, made me love the sport. Um, I wore number eight in honor of Kobe, actually. Rest oh, in yeah. peace. Um, it was, like, the day after his 81-point game, I, like... My dad was like, he's wearing number eight, and he's a Celtics fan. Yeah. And anyone who's a basketball fan knows that's like <laughs> Lakers, Celtics. Ooh. You just don't do that. Nope. Um, so, yeah, I played basketball all my life growing up. And then uh, freshman year of high school, uh, I played at the school where it was just dedicated to basketball. And it's not like the U.S. where every school is dedicated to basketball. Right. You play in a club. You don't play at a, for a school. So I played for a club, okay. but I went to a school that was dedicated to basketball. And the first week I started and I was like, I hate my life. I hate everything. I hate my new classmates. I don't know what to do. And my background was video editing and basketball, obviously. So somehow I figured out, okay, well, let me somehow I, I decided, okay, let me put together a basketball video edit with music. Yeah. And I threw it up on Instagram. It was the only thing that I kind of um, knew where to put like videos out on. So I put a video out on Instagram and sent it to all of my friends and, and that was like the start of Dunk, wow. and that kind of took a took took a life of its own, and it really started growing. And then before I knew it, I had hundreds of thousands of followers, and now millions and followed by like pretty much all the basketball players. So that was like my backstory with basketball and yeah. social media, how I glued them together. And um, yeah, that took me to New York, and that's kind of where I started to learn what marketing. I didn't know what any of this marketing or anything or content. I just kind of put shit together and figured, how do I get people to see it? Didn't you work for Gary Vaynerchuk for yeah, a while? Yeah, exactly. So that's like kind of in 2016 when I moved to New York was to work with Gary, and that's kind of like how I learned. Wow. Um, nah, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't learn a lot about marketing <laughs> when I was there. I kind of learned how to work in teams, and like I, I kind of fed off of everybody's energy. But I think what I learned through my career is just how do I get my shit seen? So, yeah. When people ask you, what do you do, Elliot? Everyone just asks me, what do you actually do? I just say, <laughs> well, I create shit and then I know how to get it seen. So that's yeah. kind of that's kind of my expertise. That's the uh, magic equation. Yeah, so that's that's what basketball has, has, has meant for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, you mentioned you played college ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a larger sense, what has basketball meant in your life? It's been everything. Um I'm a after or before Kobe guy, so Michael Jordan was everything, and I was, you know, as I look back now and just watching, you know, everybody talks about Kobe's emulating Michael Jordan. It's almost like envious because, like, I thought I was doing that best <laughs> and trying to do that, but never on that level. Um, and I just always want to be a basketball player. That's it's always what I wanted to be, always what I thought I was going to be and believed I was going to be. And mm. I took that all the way to college. I uh, went to Syracuse, a scholarship three or four years to play basketball there. And wow. yeah, see, I, I gave up <laughs> high school midway through. I gave up. I was like, I'm going to just focus on social media. But you went all the way through. Huh? Yeah, it was a stubbornness right there. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Just, I don't care what everybody else says. I was just self-aware. I was like, I'm not, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm not going to league. You're a short guy. You're not going to make it. Like, just no, 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 no. Yeah. Just, just to prove you wrong, yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I took it to the top. I went to go play overseas after. I went to Israel right after college to play basketball. He's nice, too. Um, had a <laughs> short career, injuries, just contract disputes playing overseas wow. if you're not a marquee guy can be it's a rocky road it's a rough road it's you know to to get where you want to get yeah and then to to get lucky in the end not have the injuries and you know life events happen we'll yeah. say and then I got a job coaching so I mean as soon as I got to go travel I got to see the world and you know see where basketball can take me there's a famous quote for me not for anybody else but that this guy said and it still uh resonates to what we're doing now um you never know where the game of basketball will take you and this is again what someone might say to you when you're six years old yeah. like, but that thing just stuck with me like whoa that's it right there. yeah like i'm i don't know if this is the game it's going to be good to me and it's gotten me to all these places and after basketball i just picked up a microphone started talking with people as yeah. i mentioned outside you're a podcaster too over a uh, hundred episodes of my own show and then i produced hundreds of episodes for other people nice. and that's been the new vehicle Picked up a camera after that, drove a bus, did a whole crowdfunding of my own to drive to South America with my first podcast. And then I got a call one day to say, hey, 
basketball and buses. And <laughs> yeah, we were like, yo, you've been driv- driving a bus. Have you ever driven a bus with a hoop on it? <laughs> like, He's no. like, nope. So that's kind of how, how Nick and I and Brandon kind of embarked on this journey together and really started off. That's so awesome. Basketball ends up being uh, everything. It's the thing I can't shake and the yeah. thing that um, that's helped me to inspire everybody that I've come across. And, you know, you have that self-doubt about you, but everybody's like, oh, no, this is it, Brandon. Yeah. What you're doing now, this is... This is it. Cross-pollination, basketball, bus driving, podcasting. So, you know, don't run away from it. Accept it. And this is the thing that motivates and inspires people. So just trying to really embrace it. Also, another, before we move on, very important person involved in this project. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be here today, unfortunately. Um, He's, I think in Italy, like renovating a basketball court or something cool like that. Yeah. Um, Might move there. But uh, yeah. his name he, is... He probably already did. <laughs> he probably already did. Um, but it's like the middle of the night there too. I was like, how are you going to call in? Um, his name is Nick Ansem, yeah. and he is the founder of the Venice Basketball League, yeah. which is a key part of the story here. Um, Elia, I'd love if you could tell us about Nick and how you linked up with him to start with and what what is the Venice Basketball League? What's that whole yeah. story? Yeah, I mean... Nick and I met in 2018 when they were putting on an event for All-Star in L.A. So they put on this crazy event. They had 10 activations at all times going kind of in L.A. And they had like 30 brands involved and sponsors. And, and that's the first time Nick and I met. And I think it was just through coincidence. And I don't think it struck any of us like we're going to work with each other at all. Really? I just think we're just like it was just good energy, good vibes. We're like, yeah, what's up? You have an amazing event, yada, yada. It's kind of hectic like always in All-Star Week. It's like <laughs> you're just running around from event to event. You you really don't savor those small moments as much as you should. Um, but then I came back to L.A. and my friend was staying at a spot actually at, at one of his spots. Um, my friend's from Sweden. And I just met up with him outside of um, – outside of the spot and we started talking and it was just like okay we started getting getting to know each other a little bit more and then i think we went to dinner and we started talking about the this hoopla he told me about this little project and yeah. i was like just this genius yeah like, <laughs> and i got excited really excited and then it kind of died off right yeah. after like two three weeks i went back to new york he was doing his thing and then i came back to la and we started talking again and I was like, okay. I came here for my friend's birthday just because I needed sun. It was the winter in New York. Yeah. I was like, I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I need to go to LA. And I met up with Nick, and I was like, okay, well, this project is actually good. And we so we had we just started having these magical moments. Like, things would just fall into place. And it was just like, it only makes sense to at least try it out. Yeah. Um, And that's how we kind of started this project. And then we called Brandon. But Nick is... um. A basketball savant. He's a creative. He, like I said, he's renovated courts all over the world. Wow. He's created backboards all over the world uh, with a, with a nonprofit. He's involved with Project Backboard, um, and creative, like you said, of the the VB. He used to be a DJ. Yeah, so he's multiverse. Like he's got his creative spirits in a lot of different things. But I think also used to play professionally uh, in Europe. He's from France. So we're all kind of like all over the place, Sweden, um, uh, France, and uh, Florida. We're a little uh, multiversed. Nice. So, Florida so, slash Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think just like basketball was a vehicle for him, and he came to Venice, I don't think knowing what to do. He was kind of moved here with his parents and then found his footing in basketball once again and and kind of like, okay, he was like, how do I really spread the love through basketball and start the VBL, the Venice Basketball League, where every summer it's like those iconic courts in venice right like the iconic courts in venice yeah. white man can't jump and all these movies have used these courts but he really turned it into a a summer league or nice. and a league where people play and the energy's just like out of this world if you've ever been to a game uh there during the summer you kind of know what it's about and it's just like these teams competing for like the ultimate the ultimate uh, kind of bragging rights of like, you know, I'm a champion of VBL. Yeah. That's like, and it's street basketball, so it's raw, and it's like someone on the microphone, like, <laughs> oh, you can't ball, oh, you can't ball. <laughs> so it's just this crazy energy and atmosphere, and I think um, uh, that's that's one of his strengths is putting on events and uh, having creative visions. So that's that's Nick in, nice. in a nutshell, and I'm sure I missed a lot of things. Maybe he'll he'll add a little voice memo after this, but <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of who he is and, and kind of what he does. And right now, yeah, he's in Italy renovating a basketball court for um, Kobe Bryant. Wow, um, having passed away a couple of days ago, and Kobe growing up in Italy actually, yeah, uh, with his father it makes. 
uh, makes the most sense. So he's staying there for another week to kind of renovate that. That's amazing. It's really, uh, all three of you are going to be such a powerhouse on this project, I think. Weird mix, huh? No, it's not, (laughs) though. It's like three people with different unique abilities, but like this common thread is just making things happen and knowing how to like galvanize people around an idea. So, well, so... So the mission of the Hoop Bus, yeah. um, I correct me if I'm wrong, is to spread the love of basketball around the country and to be, I think you read on your website actually, like vehicles of change in the yeah. basketball community. I'd love to hear from each of you why you think this is so important, especially for our listeners who maybe aren't as dedicated to sports as you or don't really you know, breathe sports day in and day out. Like what, why do you think this can be so powerful? Mm. The hoop bus in general? Yeah. I mean, me personally, we all have our own personal reasons, right? We're on this mission together, and we kind of have this North Star, which is like love through basketball. I think we all kind of agree on that, and like you let everything go on the court. But I think the hoop bus can really like inspire change in a way like never done before, honestly, because it's it's just like such a relatable and very often with nonprofits, they're they're non-relatable and not as not cool. That's the wrong word, but kind of like on the pulse of culture, right? Totally. Yeah. Basketball is kind of the the epitome or epitome. I don't know the words because yeah. I'm from but like the top of culture, <laughs> right? It's like you have rap, you have music, but basketball is kind of what connects everything: fashion, music, and sports. Yeah, is like basketball, um, and like just it just seems like the right thing to do. At least for me, it's just like when we go and we like people are picking up the ball and shooting on the hoop and they're airballing brutally like, they're missing they're not even touching someone's the holding rim. a grocery bag and they're <laughs> yeah. trying to throw nice. it at the same time but you just kind of see it um in their face and in their body language like how much they kind of enjoy just the the, the, the trial of making a hoop yeah which so is we're making people like pick up a ball who haven't picked up a ball in 10 years or we're making hoopers who just love the sport who really need it in that moment like when we went to the staple center a couple of days ago um like we're really giving them that opportunity and i think it's a cool journey like you said we're yeah. kind of like a little powerhouse like yeah all these people along the way on the journey like i want people to be able to follow that we want people to be able to follow that shit along the way like yeah it's gonna be like this little series of, of like events and everything's not just like butterflies and like woo magic magic yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of shit and like right now i'm, I'm looking at my phone like okay someone's gonna call me in two seconds like oh the bus broke down yeah. like oh we, the jerseys that we're gonna do for for chicago aren't coming in time so it's like we kind of want to document the whole process and show people as well like what it kind of takes yeah know? yeah brandon what about you um you know, I, I I think I can say for all of us, you know, we we all want to leave, you know, it's a big personality as all three of us are, you know, some big change and impact, you know, and lucky for us that that thing happens to be basketball. And I believe basketball, you know, in comparison to soccer and a lot of other cultures, it's it's a thing that is kind of everywhere. You know, you can pop a goalpost up in a favela in Brazil, mm. you know, you need a rubber ball and bam, you can play. Yeah. Here, mostly everybody's got shoes. You just need a rubber ball mm. and hey, there's a there's some hoop popped up somewhere. All right. Yeah. I mean, not- we even provide the balls. <laughs> like we even provide the balls. All they need to do is use their hands or whatever and shoot. Like you don't even need your legs. Like literally, yeah. like one of our biggest donors, Jack, um, and you can speak to this as well, but mm. like he donated a lot of the money for the GoFundMe, and he was like, I have no requirements. The only thing I want is just like, if you guys want, just bring a wheelchair on board. He's a paraplegic. Oh, and yeah. He's in a basketball league out in the UK. Nice. So, you know, we have two wheelchairs on the bus, so we'll get those out wherever we may be going um, or popping up that day. And it's either one of us are in the wheelchair or somebody playing with it. Yeah. And, um, and again, it's just like walking in my shoes kind of thing. Yeah. And it's definitely going to roll over into, you know, the podcast that we want to have for our show because, you know, it's just touching on all the incredible stories, you know, because we have our all of our basketball stories, but the people that we're going to come across. Yes. And that one common thread is going to be basketball and telling mm-hmm. a unique story wherever we may go. Yeah. Because we want to tell it there yeah. with the person on that bus. Totally. At there. So I think, you know, for me, this thing is, you know, the big vehicle of change that I can leave that impact on we we can go places (laughs) no pun intended yeah no pun intended we can go places with it we go in directly to people and okay you know sometimes all it takes you know is a push 
Sometimes all it takes is just taking one shot. Yeah. yeah. And for us to get that. to a, a even ground with somebody, to talk to them, whether it may be about health or wellness or just about life or just asking them how their day is. Yeah. yeah. This is that um, not ego shattering thing, but you know, people can take the veil down when you talk to them because you got them to come on a high five and working with kids. You know yeah. that one? Oh, I made a basket. High five. Yeah. All right, you're mine now. I I I, I want to know what you have to say, and I'm really listening to uh, what 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 you're uh, interested in telling me about. Yeah. yeah. And basketball is like kind of escape for a lot of people, right? In a good way. Yeah. Like that's their spot. And for me, it was never that. I always went out and just went as hard as because I just like to compete. Yeah. But for a lot of people, and like talking to them, it's like a little escape. It's like they're that's their shit. Like, yeah. Basketball saves them. Literally saves them. And I think seeing that as we've been going around is pretty inspiring for me. Yeah. But also, like you were talking about, Brandon, is like, how do you teach these kids? Like, one of our, we haven't gone cross country yet, but what something I'm really pumped about is like mental wellness and just like breathing exercises and meditation. Yeah. That's not commonly teached in school. So we're like, all right, we're the little school bus, we're the hoop bus. <laughs> we're kind of teaching you guys what you don't learn in schools. That's my biggest excitement. Yeah. And when we take it across the country, it's like, how do we teach these kids about, all right, just five minutes of meditation in the morning and the evening. Not only is it g- going to help you in life, it also is going to help you on the court. So that's like one of the things that I'm personally most excited about is like, how do you teach these cats what they don't learn yeah. in school, right? And it's just like, about, it's a cool way of doing it. Like nice. we're going yeah. on a bus and it's like, <clears throat> we're not going to be preachy. It's like, yo, we're, we're doing it in a way where we're rolling through the streets, music is blasting and we're just spreading good vibes or energy however that sounds and you're also going to learn something that's yeah. that's that's what i like yeah and if we can be you know like we've all had that those people in our lives have been fortunate enough that motivated or inspired us and if we can be those people for not just one life but two or three or thousands yeah and we can do that with this thing through you know a short guy going up and dunking it or <laughs> you know all these people playing basketball games and this then you know then we did our job and Powerful. that's what we're looking and, to do and hopefully we learn something along the way too right we might yeah. we might oh, oh, yeah. i mean we what? have to otherwise <laughs> we kind of failed our whole mission like we don't know anything yeah. right like we know some stuff but we don't know any, anything that's kind of like that's kind of like the, the the mindset that i have you kind of have to balance that you can't be too like i don't know anything but right. we have a lot to learn from not only kids but from everyone on the road so yeah. something i'm trying to calibrate and, and learn is like okay how do i really try and learn something from most of the people that we come across yeah. along the way. That's 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 going to be honestly the most change, changing things for all of us, I think. I would love to know a little more about the logistics of the bus itself. So <laughs> you said you went down to Palm Springs and got the bus, yeah. um, but then what is the next step? So I know there's a hoop on either side, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but it's so much more than that. What about the interior? Like what what is <laughs> what do you want people to see and feel when they walk in? Oof. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as soon as we bought the bus, it's like, okay, now we got to get this bus back. And we didn't immediately just drive it back in. There's a day of, you know, the paperwork. Um, as much as we're saying this is bus, this is a registered RV from the state of Washington. Wow. Let's make sure we get that straight. You know, in case there's any police reports or we get uh, yeah. you know, oh anything pulled over. Because um, there's a lot that has care. I don't know. Anything. There's a lot that goes into making sure a vehicle you know can be moved and can be done as soon as possible. So, yeah. um, you know, that's a responsibility that's fallen on me. And, you know, gladly take that on because I know a lot of the ins and outs. So there's a lot of time and days spending doing that, sending paperwork back and forth to Washington, as well as you know, the logistics of the insides of the bus. Yeah. I mean, the insides and the engines. We're not even talking about the interior yet. So as soon as we got that squared off, it took about a week or two. January 3rd, 4th, 5th, we drove it back in. Nice. We have a place to park it. Luckily, Nick, you know, in his his Rolodex of basketball courts (laughs) that he's uh, renovated around Los Angeles, we have a place to park it. And uh, we immediately just hit the ground running. And it was what I learned, too, is like, when I got sent to go like to the junkyard and pick up all these different medals, it's like, yeah, Brent, I don't know, really know what I'm doing either. You, know, you kind of got to let go of it. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. I can't really look to, you know, anybody on my end too. Like yeah. we're all kind of looking to each other. Yeah. And even everything that we've said, that's really, you know, been hard hitting uh, just in this conversation. It's, yeah. it's been formulated, you know, in the yeah. past month. So yeah. it's crazy. we're, we're pulling it all together. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I the, think we're trying to keep the old school look of a school bus, okay. right? Like yeah. we still want to keep, you see it, you're like, oh, it's a school bus. Oh, it's got a hoop on it. Yeah. Oh, and then you see the lettering on the front and the back. It's like, 
it's a hoop button. <laughs> you we, you kind of just want things to connect yeah. as you see it, but we don't want to make it all red and different. Yeah. Uh, we want to keep that yellow. Absolutely. At least we want to keep that yellow school bus look. But we want people to hear it. Yeah. We want really want people to hear it as it. Oh, they can hear it now. As it can fly through the <laughs> we streets. We have a megaphone out there. Nice. Yeah, we have a megaphone on top, and then but we also want it to be basketball inspired, right? So right now, this past week, uh, interior. Shout out to Matt. He's been working the Malibu handyman. If nice. you want any work done, crushing he's been, it. He's been crushing it all week. I've been trying to help out, but I'm not very handy, so I'm just like trying to be a helping hand. Um, he's we've kind of renovated the whole inside. And we pulled all the seats out, every mm-hmm. single school bus seat. Wow. Uh, pulled up that, um, what is it? The plastic? No, it's not plastic. The rubber. We pulled out oh, the yeah. rubber. That's in all school buses. All the rubber buses. tread that you yeah. have yeah. there. Tread. So then they could just, all they have to clean is just hosing it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the rubber tread comes in. So we removed all of that. We basically took everything out of the bus, cleaned the whole inside of the bus, and put um, bamboo flooring that looks like hardwood. Wow. It looks like the Celtics court. Like any basketball That's court, awesome. honestly. And we're going to paint lines on it to kind of keep that inspiring. And then we put some of the seats back in because we still want to keep that old school uh, uh, basketball. I mean, the old school uh, school bus look. Yeah. Um, old school bus. That's actually cool. <laughs> we should write that down. Old school um, old, uh, Yeah. And then we were going to we had we put speakers in because music, like I said, is a very connecting thing. It's totally. like culture. So we want to make sure that that. That's that motorcycle, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. So it's California no earthquake. No yeah, I was, I was a little scared. We want to make sure that people have a good time on the bus too, right? Like nothing not, nothing gets me going at least. is just a couple of good tunes that yeah. kind of gets you going. And um, yeah, that's that's the vision right now. We're putting beds in due time on the bus so we can, when we're going across the world, yeah. we got to have somewhere to sleep. Yeah. So we really want to be sleeping on comfortable beds on the bus. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but that's kind of the vision right now. And then it's tailoring it to whatever... Um, whatever moments we have going on so with the passing of kobe we um we had blue lines on the side of the bus because we just thought that added a little bit of a flair but now uh, we want to put purple lines yeah. on the side of the bus kind of with the yellow and purple kind of like the lakers colors and kobe so um and we want to put like not we want to we are going yeah. to do this we are doing this as we speak um like a photo of kobe bryant and his daughter gianna in the back so it's just like keep the old school bus look add the new element of just life and energy and yeah. excitement that kind of like joy that you have when you're really young that a lot of us lose at times when we're older and then add a little bit of a custom tailored moment to whatever's going on and whatever we're feeling yeah. and then of course the hoops on the front and the back yeah of course the hoops of like course. that's that's one of the biggest things it's just kind of like yeah yeah the hoops yeah um I first learned about your story, obviously, because you launched a GoFundMe campaign um, for this project, which is another way people got involved and probably still can get involved if they want to. You launched it this past November, and it has already raised over Mm $25,000. Have you been happy with that response? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. From running one before, like, you know, it's a Kickstarter, and there's a much more in-depth marketing that's like Voldemort in here you can't mention it (laughs) you can mention it (laughs) (laughs) um you know to see the response we got and we've you know really only pushed a soft launch I would say yeah on our campaign on it too we made that great video just when the first two days of going out and seeing it shout out to Nicola he made that video shout out to him and Chris for shooting um so yeah we're we're very happy with what we've done thus far and the response from Again, like all the content, the limited content we have put out. I just want to, sorry, I it's just want to give just like a quick, just just everyone, the team involved. Yeah, like there's a lot Chris of. Nicola, everyone, Trevor, like, Vic, Vic a, all a, these people that are involved are kind of <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, we're like the three kind of Tony Heartthrob. Yeah. We're kind of spearheading it. We can, we can list all the names <laughs> later, but <laughs> everyone who's involved know that they're involved. I just want to thank everyone because it's like, it's not easy for any of us. Yeah. And, and they're all kind of just excited about the project getting involved, like as we're getting this started. So I just want to thank everyone before we maybe we put that in the beginning or <laughs> yeah. somewhere. I just want to thank everyone who's involved yeah. with the hoop bus and everyone who donated. Kind of like that kind of made this that made this possible. Yeah, it's, we wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for GoFundMe and the people who donated and mm-hmm. the team behind it. That's one of the cool, cool, cool things about this project and about you know crowdfunding in general or just like getting there's so much power to getting 
a group of people, you know, a- yeah. allowing a community to get involved yeah. in a single idea. It's just so, I don't know, it just gives me chills. You know, there's it's nothing amazing. more democratic I know. than people, <laughs> you know, putting in their two cents and having a say with their pockets, you know, instead of voting. I mean, because it's outside a democratic process. People get to actually say and dictate, you know, what kind of creative vision that someone else who may be a little bit more inclined to go out there and pursue, but they can be a part of it. Exactly. In whatever way that you know the campaigns their creator are for it's it's really really it's nothing more original than western society and it's hard to get money from people too like yeah. even a dollar <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> it's just people are just not inclined to donate on first glance so it's just you got to keep reminding them and that's why when brandon says a soft launch i really agree because i want this to continue like now that we've done three successful tours i kind of want to re-update it and be yeah like, this is what we did look <laughs> imagine if we had all the help from for even more people and this is how you can get involved exactly. it's like it's a way like jack i once again i want to really mention him like he was one of our biggest he was our biggest donator we've talked like and, five straight days now yeah and, <laughs> and he this is like a project for him to get involved and excited he flew i don't know if we told the story if you knew this floor story he called us and told us he was going to do it like i said yeah. the only requirement was to bring a wheelchair on the bus yeah and we're like hell yeah let's do it and then he flew for our first hoop bus tour. He flew what? from London to Los Angeles and, and and joined what? us. Yeah, and joined <laughs> us for our first tour. Um, and he, I think he had one of the best days, if not the best day of his life. And it just kind of shows that these kind of platforms give uh, not only us the opportunity to kind of realize our dreams, but it gives people uh, a chance and a way to get involved in dreams, which I think is, is important. So wow. that's, yeah, that's like a little golden nugget from, yeah. from yeah. the Hoopa story. Like, that's so cool. That's crazy. And, and like awesome. the reason, like the reason he did it is because he'd stopped by a Venice ball one day and like spoken to Nick and was, like, oh wow, and was just like, yeah, I mean, I love what you guys are doing here. Like, and Venice is like the one area where you don't feel like judged. And yeah. in in the basketball course, like he was playing on him, and it's like it's not weird. It's normal. Wow, that's it's awesome. It's just like so accepting, and that's kind of uh, an amazing story. And yeah, I just yeah, it's, it's a good day. That was like one of those was a crazy day, mm-hmm. that first day. So the funds from the campaign and, and moving forward, I assume they'll be used for the renovation of the bus yeah. in the beginning. What else are they going to go toward making this project, you know, bigger and better? Yeah, I mean, I kind of start off. Brandon can take more of the logistics as well. Mm-hmm. He's kind of more structured out of all of us. But it's like, yeah, the renovation of the bus, the painting, the speech, everything, like the the hoop, everything, like, costs money, right? Yeah. That's just the unfortunate way of the world. <laughs> like, you spend time, it's like... As a money time kind of exchange fuel to going across the country, like people who are working on oh, some yeah. of the people who are working on, like we mm-hmm. everyone's not gonna do it for free. Like we gotta pay people if they're <laughs> gonna be on the road for a month. It's like okay, well they're missing out on opportunities, but also there's cost for food and you know. Fortunately enough, we have lodging on the bus, so it's yeah. not gonna go to hotels. But it's kind of going into um, making making people's days better, and that sounds a little. Ooh, no, well, it's just everything involved in the bus and all the costs involved. Yeah, what yeah. Would you add to I, I, that people forget for anybody who launches, you know, one of these crowdfunding campaigns, Registra- registering the bus. It's a business. Yeah, you know, we, not even the registration of the bus. We got to register a business. <laughs> we have to set something up. You know, and um, there's a lot that goes into it. And um, you know, I don't want anybody who's going to do a crowdfunding or anybody who, you know who has donated and you know it fails. Remember, like you're investing. Yeah. In something, investing in an idea, an investment doesn't stop with just, you know, your dollar, you know, just your time, like paying attention, following up what's going on and what's happening in it. So, you know, again, buying that bus first and foremost, getting that taken care of, the paperwork, the registrations, um, putting two hoops on there, yeah. you know, <laughs> making sure that you can drive 70, 75 miles per hour yeah. um, on the highway. It's a, it's a great bus, though, and it, it moves great out there. Nice. So, and then again, upkeep, you know. Right. Not uh, not everything uh, works right away in a, in yeah, a big vehicle. Yeah, it's an old bus. Like it's from 2005, so that baby needs a little bit of like... Uh, well, TLC. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oil, whatever it is. And it's also like, <laughs> you know, content. It's like, how do we really like very low production budgets, obviously. But, yeah. But that kind of costs money. It's like, how do we really take this money that we think is is very well spent in our, our pockets and yeah. spread the word of the bus around the world, right? right? Like, how do we get this seen by most if not all people um and like for sun for saturday for example we're going to staples center we need to buy nets we're going to do some custom gold 
purple and black nets and and put them on rims all all, all across LA. Yeah. On uh, eight courts across LA, and then we're gonna go to the Staples Center and put a hoop, a black hoop with with the rim, and kind of honor Kobe. So like, wow. all these things kind of cost money. Mm-hmm. And also, if you donate, you get a T-shirt. Nice. So like you get a T-shirt, <laughs> so it's like we're also giving back to actual basketballs, yeah. T-shirts, because you know, again, hoop anywhere with anyone if we can. If you don't have a ball, you, you donate to this, you got a ball now. Nice. You're going to be able to yeah. do what you need to do. And, you know, on the uh, larger funding sides, you know, seats on that bus, you know, do you yeah. want to be a part of this thing? Do you want to get out here and do it? There, There's options for that. So yeah, uh, get on the bus. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> if you really want to come hang out with me <laughs> and drive this thing around, there's a, there's a place for you. And we, we've done a great collaborations. Um, you know, Elliot came up with a great idea to uh, partnering with um, – I forgot who the gentleman's name was down in Skid Row, the artist uh, we worked with. Karusha. Karusha, and we made a bunch of care packages. And, like, again, one of the most humanizing experiences of the project thus far was when we went down to this uh, Gladys or Sylvia. Glad, uh, so, Gla- Gladys part. We made 100 PB&Js and gave them out to wow. the homeless people. I mean, the neighbors is what we like to call them. Mm-hmm. The neighbors on Skid Row. Um, and that was in collaboration with, with Khrushchev kind of made all that happen. So this is all these small things have given back to the community. Yeah. We played basketball there for two hours. Like, yeah, people you money. would never play basketball <laughs> yeah. with. And I've yeah. gone there and just like, whoa, like this is, you know, it's, 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 it's a pretty hard hit area. I've yeah. gone there and just been like, what am I seeing? Like, this is just crazy. I, you know, I live not too far away from this. Yeah. And just going out there, we got the boom box and the speakers, someone talking, <laughs> people jumping on the court, exchanging jerseys with people, like just... That's what we came here to do. Just hoop anywhere with anyone. It was like, for me, like that was one of the big moments of the trip thus far. Like, okay, there, yeah. this, this, not just the proof of concept works. It's, yeah. it's done. It's yeah. just a matter of how, yeah. how many lives can we touch now and how far can we take this. Well, so I have a, I have a clarifying question. Actually, I thought you had your first time taking the bus out this month. Is that wrong? No. Um, no, that's so you've right. done all that stuff you just talked like about this two, month? Two three weekends, yeah. What? Just one month. Yeah. Okay, well, so <laughs> that's crazy. First of all, it sounds like like, like a few months worth of We live rich lives. Outings. We live very rich, experienced lives. Um, well, yeah. so I would love to hear the like launch day story. So that must have been very exciting. <laughs> like the very first day you took it out, yeah. what was the response like? And where'd you go? And what'd you do? I flew in from Miami at 4 a.m. Yeah. And I landed at 9 a.m because it's the time change, and took uh, Uber straight to the bus parking lot, and I had my, my big bus jacket on and just jumped right into the passenger seat. We had a bunch of... The driver's seat. Driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, no passenger seat. You use a bus driver, Illegal. bro. Um, and we had a tremendous amount of, like we said, we had Jack, we had all these different people in the basketball space, you know, uh, content creation, basketball, and hoopers from all around the country who flew in for this event. And I think we had about 30 max people at one point, and it was just... Go- more, more. I think, you think more? more? And it was just a crazy... Brandon flew in last minute. I planned my- on it. It's Grandma's <laughs> yeah, but- 80th birthday. I knew I got back in time. Yeah, but last minute, I flew in last minute from... Was from it New, New York? You moved. Yeah, I moved last minute the <laughs> yeah. day before. And then we're like, okay, we're doing this Sunday. We had no clue what oh was going to happen. Close we all cuff. met up at like 8 a.m. in this parking lot where we uh, we saw the bus for the first. I saw the bus for the first. I was like, okay, yeah, this shit's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just see it, and you just know it's gonna work. People just started pouring in. We we're drinking coffee, just kind of getting ready for the day, eating a little bit of breakfast. People were starting just. They saw the bus. They get excited. They're like, "Oh shit! It's <laughs> what is bus. this?" <laughs> doing photo shoots. You know, some girls, some guys doing photo shoots on top of the bus, nice. underneath the bus, on the backboard. <laughs> Um, and then we're just like, all right, let's start the day off. I think we had like 40 people, honestly, on the bus. Now that, we- that I think about it, because Nick had planned a bunch of stops from all the courts that yeah. they've renovated for wow. Venice. So, I mean, we had a, a whirlwind of substitutions. I remember it's like, oh, man, I might not get in the game right now because <laughs> there were that many people. So there may have been up to 40. Yeah, so all the games we yeah, play yeah, in each place, and then we had games set up, and then we even um, – I forgot the exact area in Watts we were in, but we had bought like about $300 worth of food and just started barbecuing for wow. the neighborhood and just started passing out. And you know, Ellie and I botched this one. We were like, oh, we don't, we don't need silverware and stuff. And then I think we're, well, we used we chopsticks. We did silverware. Yeah. Chopstick to flip burgers. We, yeah, we went from court to court playing, just like Sasha's getting ready, just playing against each other. Just like, you know, and the wheelchairs were integrated. Like I said, um, Jack had gotten in from 
from from from from London, and he had his had his pal come as well. So we were like playing. I was playing five v five, and I was in a wheelchair playing, <laughs> like understanding how hard it was. So we were just like playing for the f- full day, and then yeah, we did a barbecue in at the Watts Empowerment Center, eating with our hands, straight raw, yeah. Straight raw, yeah, yeah. And I then... had charcoal on my face, charcoal <laughs> on my hands. Just took on the buff, cooking responsibilities, and but it was great. I yeah, mean, just you know, it was also great just trying to give somebody like a, I don't think we've ever heard of the word vegan. Just gave him a, a soy hot dog. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I'm not eating this. Yeah, that was a, it was a successful first day. <laughs> That's we awesome. kind of played from sunrise to sunset, uh, Oof, literally wow. when it was dark, and then. Um, I think nine o'clock is when we parked and put that bus away. <laughs> yeah. By myself. I think it paralleled it at night after we uh, oh my got a drink um, yeah. after that night. Yeah. yeah, I needed a drink after that. Night. I was exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted just hearing that. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, get that me home. That was one day. That was well, a nap. That's what's so crazy. So I was, I mean, listening to all this and this is like the very beginning of this story. I mean, you just moved to LA. Yeah. You just got this bus. You just did your first handout, but... And we um, haven't even gotten shit structured yet in yeah. the way that we want to. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just That's the beginning. So exciting. Well, so, so the plan is to take it around the country. Yeah. Do you have a tour schedule already picked out or what's the next step? We have a big run planned to the NBA All-Star Game. Okay. Um, in partnership with Elliot's uh, Dunk and Venice. There's doing a, a court reno- renovation and remodeling in Chicago. Nice. And, you know, the Hoop Bus is going to be, you know, one of those uh, features, you know, at this at this event. And then just, you know, when all eyes and attention on basketball are at All-Star Weekend, what, no better place to have the hoop bus there. So we yeah. have three routes figured out on how to get there, a few stops set up um, from basketball communities and people that I know in between or that, you know, Venice and Dunk knows in between. To I mean, they're just, going on the bus in the middle of the winter from L.A. to Chicago. <laughs> routes are decided. A, it's going to be a journey, and it kind of ends with the All-Star Weekend, like the epitome of basketball, right? Wow. The top of the top, crammed it like cram. Like, it's like, it doesn't get bigger than that, right? Mm-hmm. All-Star Weekend in Chicago, maybe LA's bigger, maybe New York's <laughs> bigger, but it's like, it's up there and uh, Brandon's going to be, he's going to be driving that bus around <laughs> all over Chicago and it's just like everyone there is going to be there for basketball and they're nice. going to see a school bus with a basketball hoop on it. They're going to obviously want to take shots on it. So, we just think not only is it going to be like amazing stories, like you're always focusing on brand, like we're going to be able to tell amazing stories. But yeah, can't wait to get the podcast going on there. We're that. also yeah. going to get amazing content from that, which I think we can be able to. And that's what I think is cool about this project is like you can actually like follow along because we're yeah. filming all of it and, and putting it out. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a, a good trip. I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it on the bus from Chicago to L.A. Oh, man. I mean from L.A. to Chicago. Neither is Nick. But Brandon is going with, like I said, the team. We're going to be five people on that bus, and and I'm sure it's going to be a trip, a trip of a lifetime. <laughs> you, you've you've experienced uh, this. We'll see, we'll see. I don't yeah. want to jump the gun on yeah. lifetime, but yeah. Yeah, uh, it'll be a trip of a month at least. A month. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Um, what is the, what's your plan for the podcast? That sounds like a really cool part of this. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think. When Elliot and I were trying to come together and, um, you know, him being a content whiz that he is and my experience in podcasting and content and just, you know, again, just to share unique stories about not just the people we come across and the people we connect with. And I think that the show is going to write itself because, I mean, how many people want to tell their story and how many incredible stories are out there. About people through the game of basketball yeah. that are happening, and we got the mobile, the mobile, you know, space to take it to them and share those stories. Yeah. So, it, it, I think that's that's the show in itself. You know, a, a showcasing and highlighting, you know, these amazing people who've been touched by basketball like we have, yeah. and we get to be the people that be the purveyors of those stories, the evangelists of the game. Yeah, you know? yeah, and also just like telling our story. Like I'm sure they're gonna have a lot. That's, I mean, it's all a work in progress. <laughs> like. We're super early on. This is kind of the vision that we have right now. I can't talk it, about myself anymore. I don't it, it, talk about other people. It, yeah, it might it might change. We might want to talk about ourselves more, only <laughs> us. We might not want to talk about ourselves at all. Yeah. I think the most important part, at least for me and for Brandon and for Nick, is just to like, how do we adjust along the way? What works? Yeah. What doesn't? What kind of revs our engine? No pun intended. What doesn't? And then just kind of 
go from there and then understand how do we all do it together yeah how do we all make sure that we're all excited about it because i can be excited about something brandon can be excited about something nick's not nick can be excited about something brandon's not it's just like how do we all work together and it's kind of as a business also as a business and a friendship and a partnership and it's it's a beautiful thing but Mm -hmm. for content i think there's going to be a plethora of it we already have so much (laughs) now it's figuring out what and i think this trip is going to be big for that to to chicago yeah what exactly is the hoopa in content yeah what exactly do we want people to be following along are we as interesting as we think we are (laughs) or does people not care about that do people care about the people we meet along the way so it's just like how do you optimize for happiness and how do you optimize for virality or reaching the world i think those are kind of the things that that all of us want to do because we want to be excited about this and we want to feel free and feel happy but we also want to reach the world like this i'm not messing around like (laughs) i wouldn't get into any project if i didn't think this could be a massive success yeah when i say that i pray sometimes it's like hoopa biggest nonprofit in the world yeah that's kind of a little self-centered, a little maybe, <laughs> what would you call it? Narcissistic? No, just like delusional. It's a little mm. delusional, but I think that's what we got to aim for, Brandon, right? Like, I mean, that's all we've, all three of us aimed for in our own way. You know, yeah. no one said, we yeah. just want to continue to do what others say they can't, but inspire those to do those things in their own worlds. Other people say they can't do or they can't become because we've already, you know, had so much again we talk about the experiences we've had have been just so tremendous and great in our own lives and enriching so you know just you know want those experiences for everybody else and you know make make everybody their own catalyst for change i think the biggest thing is like other people's reaction to it is what really is like surprised me is like i'm a little jaded i get too much in my own head every morning is like the toughest (laughs) <laughs> two hours and I'm like oh, get me through this and that's like workout you're not too bad it works nah, it's brutal <laughs> but but then like to see people's response from it's like okay we're really even your response to this podcast yeah. without sounding once again like narcissistic is like <laughs> people are like wow yeah this shit's it hits differently right yeah it's, it's really not cool. just views and likes and comments it's like wow yeah. this is inspiring or like wow you guys are up to something and I think um, how do we match that with like keeping ourselves happy and, and on the track of like what we want it to be is gonna be like it's gonna be a magical journey if we can like figure it out. Thank you so much to Brandon and Elliot for sharing their awesome story with us today. If you'd like to support the Hoop Bus, please visit and donate at gofundme.com slash the hoop bus. That's GoFundMe.com slash TheHoopBus with a dash in between each word. Thank you so much for listening to True Stories of Good People, a GoFundMe Heroes production. If you were inspired by today's story, please help us out by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating or review and subscribing to the show. And if anyone you know loves inspiring stories, please share our podcast with them. It means the world to us. For more inspiring stories just like the one you heard today, please visit the GoFundMe Heroes hub at gofundme.com slash heroes and be sure to subscribe to our mailing list there so you can get heartwarming stories delivered straight to your inbox. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoFundMe Heroes. Also, we love to hear from listeners, so if you have any feedback, suggestions, or questions, you can write to us at podcast at gofundme.com. Special thanks to Dubroom Studio in Hollywood where this episode was recorded and to our editing team at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. We'll be back next time with more true stories of good people. Talk to you then!